In this episode, we talk with Alan Lee about the handyman business. Alan is a business coach and mentor at the Handyman Journey Business Consulting, runs Honestly Handyman Services, and has written a book called The Handyman Pricing Handbook. Alan has some awesome tips and tricks to help you maintain your home and some great ideas on starting as a handyman. Welcome to the Handyman Pros Radio Show, home improvement and maintenance tips from the pros. Thanks for listening to another edition of the Handyman Pros Radio Show, where our goal is to help save you time, money, and aggravation on your home maintenance and repair. This edition's entitled, An Interview with Alan Lee. To help explain, I'm here with my ever-cheerful co-host, nobody, John. John, you have a story yep. to tell me this week. Yeah. You've got a story. So. <clears throat> I'm, really, uh, I'm really cheerful. Um, I just got back from Florida. <laughs> From so, vacation, that's right. Vacation yeah. from vacation. So you can, you can tell how cheerful I am. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, anyways, Larry, I think I I sent you a little a little picture and video or something. Anyways, uh, the house that we were staying at in in uh, in Florida, you know, off the beach, and uh, it's got a screened in porch in the front, and they changed the screened in porch over the years. But the old screened-in porch, <laughs> apparently, <clears throat> it's like they almost just wrap screen around the, the 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 post on this porch, you know, and stapled it up with, you know, just just a hand stapler. Yeah, regular you know, old staples old, like T fifty staples, yeah. right? Yeah, that like T fifty. Sta- yeah, exactly. And and what happens? Well, you can never get those things out, especially when you, you know, shoot like 5,000 of those things in. <laughs> and, yeah, I'll, so, and I'll bet you, you they didn't use stainless steel yeah. ones either, did they, Johnny? <laughs> no, no, they didn't because <laughs> the whole thing was nothing but like a, a rusty old ship. Um, you know, it's just the rust is just, it, you know, you can tell it's been painted over the years, but those old staples are just still rusting you know, bubbling off the paint, <laughs> I well, mean, it's leave like, a nice brown strain, stains and streaks, streaks down it. all the way down, you know, and that salt air really, uh, you know, just really emphasizes that. So anyways, it's uh, one of those things where, uh, you know, don't, don't do it that way. <laughs> <laughs> so Johnny, do you think a professional handyman put those up? Uh, I don't know a professional anything that probably put that thing up. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that, that's the perfect segue into our Al- yep. into our episode with Alan Lee. We had a great conversation about professional handymen, and here it is. We're here with Alan Lee of the Handyman Journey. Welcome, Alan. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm so glad to so glad to be here. Yeah, welcome, Alan. Welcome. Awesome. So, Alan, we, we talked a lot before the show. Give us some background on yourself. Tell us tell us about Alan Lee. Yeah, so uh, I went to college uh, to become an auto mechanic, and I was actually an auto mechanic uh, for about 10 years. And then, uh, actually, kind of funny how things, things progressed from there. Uh, you know, we were told to basically go and go to this personal development seminar, um, and, uh, we, we, you know, for about two years or so, we kept telling the people from my wife's at home business that, oh, we don't need that. We don't need that. Like we're doing great. Uh, but finally, you know, in order just to kind of shut them up, I ended up buying tickets to go to this personal development seminar and obviously I couldn't afford them. So I put them on a credit card and, 
uh, was looking for ways to basically recoup that money because I thought it was going to be a complete waste of money. So um, asked, talked to my wife, and I'm like, hey, what, what could I offer to make some more money? So I started offering handyman services in the nights and weekends and uh, absolutely fell in love with it. And it was just a strange turn of events because the, the personal development slash business seminar gave me the gumption to actually start this thing full time. So it was kind of an interesting turn of events, but that's really kind of a little bit of my background and how I got started doing the handyman business. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like, you share that with John. Now, John worked as an aircraft mechanic for a long time, then went into software consulting and then decided to get out of the rat race. But anyway, that, yeah, it's, it's amazing. So you started off in the trades, which is, which is just awesome. It's a tremendous opportunity for young people to do any of the trades, handyman business, business included right now, because People our age, Alan, we, there were lots and lots of people that were getting into the trades when we were young. Not so much mm. anymore. Not so yeah. much anymore. So we're glad to see that the, the next generation of guys is coming along, and um, we're glad that you started a handyman uh, service. So tell us about that. So you started the handyman journey. Tell us that. What's the genesis of that? Tell, tell me more. Just let us, let yeah, us know. So- it's kind of funny because I look back at my life and, and, you know, I feel like I had stuff in control and in order, but at, at the end of the day, stuff just kind of happened. It was very interesting. Uh, when I first got started, you know, as a handyman, there was really no one out there that I could kind of look to for guidance. You know, I, I would watch some videos here or there that were kind of just home, home maintenance videos where, um, you know, people would be showing you how to, you know, what, whatever it is, replace a sink, replace a garbage hose or whatever. And I would get some tips there. So I thought it would be fun. Uh, one one night I was sitting with my wife and I'm like, you know, it'd be so fun to create a YouTube video about some of the jobs that I do. Um, and she's like, well, why don't you just go do it? <laughs> and so uh, sure enough, right there, just, you know, at my wife's uh, my wife's direction, I went out and I made a video in front of my tool trailer just talking about the, some work I do. And I just made this YouTube channel and it actually turned into something phenomenal and a crazy thing happened is people started asking me, you know, how to start a business, how to do certain things, you know, how to set pricing, how to market their handyman business. And, you know, I, I was in this place of uh, I had I had had some experience because I obviously learned these things through trial and error so I could give these people, you know, answers. And that really, you know, morphed into the handyman journey business consulting because it got so much where. You know, there was so many people asking me questions and ask and wanting to start businesses and this and that, that I wanted to offer them more resources and, and courses and things like that. And that just kind of morphed into this handyman journey business consulting of actually helping people. And that's really the genesis and the beginning of how that mm. came to be. Yeah. Tell, tell us more about what, mm. tell us, how do you help handymen get ahead? Tell us more about what you're doing and how does that, you know, how does that apply? Because John and I, we do a lot, we try to do a lot of this. We try to help our guys out. We had talked uh, early on about professionalism and they, tell us about your goal about trying to drive the, the handyman business towards professionalism. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so my, my huge thing is to really change the name of the handyman industry. So uh, my vision is to take the handyman industry where uh, from where it currently is to where like the plumbing and HVAC industry is right now. So in 10 or 15 years, I believe the handyman industry will be at that point of where the, the HVAC and plumbing industry is, where um, changing the name of it, where it's like, I believe it's a thing of the past. And it, it's still a thing, a little bit of the future that we're still working on. But we've made great strides of, 
you know, the, the thought of a handyman is just a chuck in a truck. It's a guy that shows up with holes in his shirt, holes in his pants, smelling like cigarette smoke, maybe smelling like alcohol, maybe tattoos all over his body. Like, um, we want to take that image and change it to something of professionalism where a handyman is actually someone who can, who can show up with honor and respect and work with integrity. Um, you know, someone that shows up on time, does the work that they say they're going to do and really cares more about the client than ever before. That's really the, the whole vision and the mission of the handyman journey is to teach people how to change their business from being a check in a truck to an actual professional uh, professional service. So that's really that's really my vision, and everything I do is really geared towards that. John, does that sound familiar? Mm. Yep, very familiar. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of laugh, Alan, because we we are we are on a very similar mission um, uh, to help our people do the same thing. We we feel that the industry itself is is uh, it, it's 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 turning. It is actually on a turning yeah. point, as you say, and I agree with that. Um, and we want people to be professional. We tell people if if you want to command, you know, if if you if you value your work and if you do really good work, which there's some tremendous tradesmen out there, and if you really value your work you need to be professional and you need to get paid for it you know it, it's it's our skill sets are actually quite unique um when 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 john and i do a job and someone comes in and they say you know we kind of laugh and i'm sure alan you've had these stories mm -hmm. how many jobs have you done behind a plumber because he's changed the shower diverter on the thing and cut holes in the drywall behind the thing and he says oh got your job done and out the door he goes with a hole in the wall in the back and then they end up calling us and we say to them they didn't finish the job we finished the job we have the skills to do that complete job where your house is better than when you started as i like to say that's how i say it is you know the house is clean the house is neat there isn't a pile of trash the the drywall's done you know every, everything is back it, you're, the house should be better when i leave than when i showed up is my opinion that's how i present so um and john does the same thing right mm -hmm. yeah so we're really excited that you're that you're moving that way because it, it runs very 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 synonymous with what with what we're doing um we also uh, are are tying a bit of the financial side into it where we I, i'm a member of the financial independence community and so we are forever and john is as well and and he just doesn't know it um but we are really trying to get, get people to understand that that you can build these these long-term streams of income and and be very productive in society and be really helpful so um. yeah and and alan i you know i i think that uh, when we had the conversation before the uh before the show is that you know we were talking about the, the professionalism some of the some of the the points there you know a lot of times i'm sure you get asked the, a lot is uh you know about about marketing and being able to you know sustain uh you know all your you know how do i start off how do i get my customer base um mm -hmm. and then there's a lot of you know, a lot of tips for, you know, keeping that customer base. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, what I have found, and I've said it before on the show, is that, you know, you do gain a large amount of trust from your customers. And even mm -hmm. though you don't do some of the jobs, they might be very big, large, comprehensive jobs that you'd call in some of your plumber friends or your electricians, you know, you're kind of their consultant. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Definitely. I think um, whenever whenever I coach people about, um, you know, talking to clients or sales or, or whatever, I always I always teach them, like, when you meet with a client, you want to meet with them as if you were meeting with your mother or your grandmother. Right. Mm -hmm. So that would mean 
that you're partnering with them and you're consulting them on a job, even if you don't do it, right? So our mission in the handyman industry um, is to bring hope for a better experience, a better service, and a better community. And the way that we do that is even if we see something that's wrong, but it's a job that we don't do, we still, you know, tell the client about it and recommend someone to the best of our knowledge that could do that job. Because um, at the end of the day, it's it's not about us making money on them. It's about us helping them get their mm-hmm. project. So exactly. Even if they end up going with someone else, um, it, it, that's great. Like it, what really matters is that they get the job done at the price they want it done, you know, and get the value that they deserve, you know. And sometimes they are going to go with a lower price and not get that value. But we need to be those people that provide that value. Um, But yeah, so, you know, with everything, right, we were walking up to a job the other day and we noticed some rush streaks coming down this lady's gutters downspout. Right. So we ended up telling her, hey, you got some rush streaks coming down. That gutter downspout might be clogged. We could definitely take a look at it. You know, like things that you would mention to your mother or your grandmother when you go to meet with them. Like, hey, I'm, I'm just here to help you out. Let me take a look at it. Let me let me get a ladder out real quick and see what's going on. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, we absolutely. we do. John and I do that all the time, and we we suggest that to people all the time. You know, because we see things with a very different eye. Is that correct? I mean, you see it with yeah. a different eye, and we and John and I see it with a different eye. We see most people yeah. ignore those things, and some of those things can, as we've explained this about a million times, they can get very expensive through time. Um, I was telling you all about doing this wood rot job yesterday, and I mean, it was a horrible wood rot job. It, it rotted through a two by twelve. I mean, that's twenty five years of of water you know, getting on that thing. It could have been solved 25 years ago, you know, so some, somebody yeah. with the right eye sees that kind of thing. We, I know John and I both are very big on any kind of safety issues. So anytime we see, you know, anything electrical or anything that's, that's, uh, 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 you know, slip and fall hazards, uh, mixed con, you know, concrete that's risen or, or fallen. We, we let our customers know, and we have some resources to get some of that stuff done. So I'm glad to hear that there's other people out there promoting that professional. That's what a professional does right that's that's part of yep. my professionalism rant that i go on every once in a while so i'm yep. really, i'm glad to hear i'm not alone alan that's my point so no, not alone not alone <laughs> so it's it's absolutely awesome um john do you have any any comments any questions here no no i you know i just just to that just to that end you know what i always say is that you know if you call out if you call out uh you know plumbers or electricians or something they're gonna they're, they're laser focused on their job to do it and get done and so it's like the, the those folks out there, you know, when they call on a handyman, you're looking at everything. And, you know, like I just said, they kind of you, you start to be their trusted advisor. And, you know, it's a good it's a good feeling. You know, the uh, the customers will call you back for all kinds of things. So, um, you know, like Larry just explained, I'm not going to go back through it, but it's you know, I'm glad to see, you know, that that's getting promoted out there. Yeah. You know, professional look at that. Yeah, just one one quick um, like little little nugget that I could give for for viewers that want to you know create that type of value in their handyman business is you know we have created a, a 22 point home maintenance inspection and and basically I went through and it could be it could be more than this it could be less than this whatever but kind of go through in your area what are the most commonly overlooked items and create a list a checklist of that right where on on one side of the checklist it says okay on the other side it says need service. And we have a 22-point home maintenance inspection. We offer it for free. We do it at every single estimate that we go out to, to you know, give an estimate for. And it's things that we, you know, we check out things like 
faucets, sink caulking, garbage disposals, drains, light fixtures, uh, toilets, baseboards, shower caulking, exhaust fans, smoke detectors, HVAC mm-hmm. filters, dryer vents. Like these are all things that literally if when I go to my mom's house or I go to my grandma's house, this is stuff that I want to make sure that she's getting done because I can't tell you how many how many people that I've done this for and went underneath their sink. And I, I asked them, I said, hey, have you had any issues with your kitchen faucet? And they're like, no, everything's working great. I go under the sink and there's a small, minute drip coming from the faucet, mm, right? Oh, yeah. They did not know it. They never would have figured it out until they started smelling mold. But us as the the son or the grandson, right, the, the loving, doting person, like we can actually come in and be like, hey, did you know that you got a leak coming from your faucet? And we can definitely fix that for you. It's going to be a whole heck of a lot cheaper if you do it now than later. So that's that would be one thing is, you know, create a some sort of maintenance inspection that you do for free at every single estimate. It's going to really establish value for your clients and really help up your brand just that one more notch. Yeah, and it's just good business. I mean, at yeah. the end of the day, it's just good business. It's you're not you're not necessarily trying to get the add-on sale, but John, we we've done this very successfully as well. And we I focus on safety issues, so I'm looking for loose outlets. I'm looking for any kind of discolorations and and then water as well, because water is very very destructive. And we've talked about this on our show a number of times about how destructive. But that single drip can cause you tremendous issues long term. Okay. It rots out the bottom of the cabinet. It rots out the joists. It rots out a lot of things that uh, get carried away so yeah i'm glad i'm glad to hear somebody else is doing that as well so it's um so on a a little bit different um topic what challenges did you face as a new handyman at handy person i should say and what do you see in your in your um in your consulting side are you seeing as challenges as a new handy person well you know it's so interesting because there's a saying you know that that we already know um, 90% of what we need to know in order to do what we want to do, right? We already know it. So it's not, it's not a knowledge game. It's a putting into practice game. And so the, the biggest issue that I had personally, um, you could see it in my, in my origin Genesis story of, you know, we were told by people in my wife's at home business to go to this business seminar. And I would say, no, 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 we don't need that. We're doing great. Like we don't need any of that. You know, we don't need any of that voodoo, whatever, you know? And so it's just, it's really a, a, what I call, uh, there's two mentalities that you can live by. There's a victim mentality and a champion mentality. And uh, oftentimes us as humans, we default to the victim mentality, but I believe that we were created to live in the champion mentality. And when we choose that champion mentality to look at things from a champion perspective, we actually can do a whole heck of a lot more. So that was the biggest thing for me starting out was just realizing that, when I looked at things, I usually looked at them through a victim mindset and I need to start looking at them through a champion mindset where it's like things are possible. Yes, I do need help. I don't know everything, you know, and there is something that I can learn from almost everyone. And when you get when you take on that perspective that you can learn something from almost everyone. Yeah, maybe maybe 90 percent of their stuff is, you know, BS, but they're going to have at least, you know, 10 percent of gold nuggets that you could take from them. Um, it really changes the whole game of everything. So I think that that's probably the biggest thing that, that I had to deal with was overcoming that victim mentality. And the thing about that is once you overcome it originally, it, you don't overcome it for life. I constantly struggle with the victim mentality. And so it's something that you have to constantly be working on, constantly choose the champion mentality, 
And I adversely see that in new people that start a payment business is they struggle with their, you know, victim mentality, whether that, you know, presents itself through, you know, they don't see their self-worth, they have self-doubt, you know, they, they don't, um, they don't see the capability of what they can do in the, in their business, in their community. Um, and really that's the first thing that needs to change is the mindset and the way that you think about what you're doing. You know, I love, you know, the one thing that this makes me think of is, um, you know, at the, at the, the first paragraph that I wrote in the pricing mindset, uh, in my new book, the pricing, uh, handyman pricing handbook is it's the first thing that you need to hear and understand is that you are valuable. What you do is valuable and what you know is valuable. It is up to you to express that value to the client. Most people struggle to believe that they are valuable in what they do and offer. And that is the first thing that needs to change that, that you need to change in your mind about is that's the, that's the number one thing is you just need to change the way that you think about things. You know, I think that's the biggest issue that I've seen with new people starting in this industry. Yeah. Johnny, any comments on that? Yep. Cause I, I mean, I've got tons, but I'm gonna let you speak. No, I, no, you, no, that's just, that's right on. That's what, uh, that's what I've learned throughout my whole life. And I can almost tell you of all the jobs I've had, everything I've taken away from the people that I've used to be, you know, in business with, mm-hmm. I would learn a little bit, you know, from somebody, you know, and you just build your whole, you know, playbook from that. Yeah, I've I've taken hundreds of courses, you know, and I always looked at it this way: if I could get one idea from one course, it, it's enough to to turn the cost of the course plus. And it's ha- and over and over and over, I always get at least one thing, just one slight thing that changes the way I do something. Doesn't matter in what endeavor it is. The other thing is, I, I really like to say this talking to mindset: nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible. It's just a question of how long can you put concentrated effort on. It and there might be a little financial, you know, resources needed, just depending. But nothing is impossible. If you'd ask somebody in the in 1900, could we put a man on the moon? They'd say, I don't think so. I don't think so. (laughs) Couldn't happen. Yet in 1969, we landed a man on the moon. You know, it it's really, it 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 doesn't sound. I mean, it sounds crazy, but you can do anything you want. And most of the time, it's just changing how you think about it and also learning how to ask. So there's there's some things that. uh, John and I are old salespeople, Alan. We've been doing this kind of stuff forever, um, so we yeah. we totally we totally get it. Um, our goal is to help our listeners save time, money, and aggravation. Um, do you have any tips for our listeners from their home maintenance side that might be something that's advantageous to them? Is there something you see? Because you're out in California, and we're in we as we say we're outside Atlanta. Um, what are the things in your experiences that you see? Like, say, a deferred maintenance item. Is there a particular deferred maintenance item that people need to take care of more than anything else in your? In, in- yeah. Definitely. Um, there's two things that come to my mind, um, you know, gutter cleaning and dryer vent cleaning. Um, I don't know about how you guys do dryer vents over there. Um, but there's a lot of houses that where the dryer vents go up through the roof or out, out the side of the house. Yep. And those vents need to be cleaned at least once a year. Um, not only for a safety issue, you know, but also for an efficiency issue. I mean, if, if you haven't cleaned that thing in three or five years, your there's no way your dryer is running efficient as efficient as it could. So by doing that, like you're not only going to be, you know, saving yourself from a potential fire hazard, but you're also going to be saving a whole heck of a lot on electricity or gas or whatever powers your dryer um, because it's going to run a whole heck of a lot more efficient. And then the second thing 
would be clean your gutters. Um, because if, if you don't <laughs> clean your gutters, you know, if they get too, too full and they start over, you know, spilling over in the winter or crazy, crazy, uh, rain, you know, sometimes that can spill over the back and start rotting out, you know, eave boards or, or soffits or things like that and cause a whole heck of a lot more damage. So it's, uh, it's a lot cheaper to do these maintenance items now than wait till they become a big issue. And you may think that someone is charging too much for that product, but you have to think about the, um, you know, what it would cost you if you did not do that service. You know, if people are out there and they want to do, they show up with professionalism, they show up on time, they want to do the work correctly, you know, and they might be a little bit more expensive than the other guys. They might be worth, you know, buying from them because you're get, you're going to get the, the value out of people for the amount that the amount of value that you actually put into them. So uh, just keep that in mind. I would say dryer vent cleaning, gutter cleaning, and don't be afraid to, you know, spend some money on someone of value. So kind of three things there. So I wanted to add one thing to your dryer cleaning event, just because I we, we talk about this a lot ourselves, or, or I do anyway. I've written blog posts and stuff on it. Uh, dryer vents are the seven le- seventh leading cause of home fires in the U.S., according to the National Fire Prevention Agency, something like that. There's a national agency that does that. And then the other thing, and this is the financial independence guy talking to me, the harder your dryer works, the shorter its life. So if you take your dryer and you clean your vents out on a regular basis, you actually extend the life of your dryer. John's um, dryer, because he cleans his vents (laughs) regularly, was made in the Eisenhower era, and it still works like a million bucks. That's the 50s, by the way, for you young guys. (laughs) But, But it it is true. It, those two things are actually there's so much truth in what you just said, and yeah. and it's oft overlooked. Clean your vents, clean your clean your lint screen out on a regular basis. The person in this house that cleans the lint screen is me. I'm forever telling my wife, clean the lint screen out, clean the lint screen out. There's not supposed to be enough lint to make another pair of pants in that thing, you know. <laughs> um, and I know, and I know that sounds crazy. And and we talk about the da- the the in on this show we talk about a lot about the the. Uh, effects of water and gutters is just a, another effect and both john and i live in the woods so we have to clean our gutters all the time um because they're, they're if you live in the trees trust me you get full here it's pine straw and and leaves and it just causes immense problems from grading problems to basement flooding to just on and on and on so those are those are fantastic tips john it sounds like we're talking to ourselves it's great yeah it does um, yeah it does it's great so um but I, but I did like i will say this i did like your other you know the other the other tip there in during a during the body of this uh, conversation was the uh you know the checklist um mm-hmm. and we we're big believers in that and i think if people you know look at something like that and continually you know look at your place be your own inspector mm-hmm. yeah and and we're, we've actually been working on i've been working on a checklist forever so i have checklists for my rental properties and you know we just go down the checklist bing 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 because john and i both come out of an aviation background and so whenever you're in an airplane the pilot just doesn't jump into the seat and fire that bad boy up and rock and roll it doesn't work that way they've got a, a checklist that's probably what john 400 200 items long 300 items long it's pretty big um i i have yet to look at my brother works as a professional pilot and i know yeah. when they go through that checklist it's it takes a good half an hour to it, an hour oh yeah to go through the checklist to, to fire up a jet and granted you know your house isn't much more complex believe it or not it's not much more complex than a jet with the 25 systems that are available in your home so great great advice on that part 
Um, tell us about a really unique job you've done, something kind of crazy. Have you done anything that's sort of different if, I, if you've been out there? We, we asked one guy, and he had built a swinging bridge and a zip line, which I thought was pretty cool. So have you done any kind of really unique jobs in, in your handyman oh. side? Yeah, that makes me think of, I got two that I think of, um, but one from what you just said, I, I did build a zip line for a client one time and that was super, that was probably the most fun job I've ever done. Um, I actually looked up on YouTube and there was some engineer that talked about, cause she only had one big oak tree on one side of her property and nothing on the other. So we had to engineer, um, basically, you know, two, two by 12s sandwiched together and yep. put them some crazy, like. I don't even, I think it was like six or seven feet into the ground. It was absolutely insane and so much concrete, but, uh, mm. that was so fun just because I actually got to ride the zip line and she actually <laughs> she doesn't live too far from me. So I, you know, I've been over there a few times since and I've taken a ride on it. It's pretty fun. Um, so that was, that was probably my, my most fun job. Uh, my craziest job that I've ever done. I actually have a video on it. It's about how to not clean your dryer vents. <laughs> and um i was cleaning a dryer vent and this dryer vent was super clogged like this gals it was so bad that the heating element in in their dryer had gone out um and what i found out after you know putting my dryer lint brush down the top from the roof was that you know the dryer uh the dryer vent inside the attic made about you know four or five 90 degree turns oh. and it was oh. just so my dryer lint, you know, brush ended up breaking inside there and I had to go in the attic and luckily I was able to take the dryer vent apart inside the attic and get it out. But just so much dryer lint in there and it was absolutely crazy. So that was probably the craziest job I've ever done that comes to my mind. Um, but yeah, those are kind of them. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Johnny, do you have any other questions for Alan? No, no, Alan, I, I, uh, I, I really appreciate you, uh, coming on the show this is uh this is a lot of fun to talk with you yeah well we'd yeah. love we'd love to have you back on the show alan tell us how can people get a hold of you yeah so probably the easiest way is uh you can go to our website at handymanjourney.com and you can go in there there's a few free resources that we have for you that you can download and you can also uh get in contact with me, with me there or you can send me an email at handyman handymanjourney at gmail.com that's also another great way i'm always open for you know, a quick chat or anything like that. If you're in my area, we could definitely go grab a bite to eat. We'd love to meet you. So those are a few ways to get, get a hold of me for sure. All right. Perfect. Well, Alan, we want to, we want to thank you for coming on the show and we will talk to you very soon. Yes. Thank you guys so much. All right. Thanks, Alan. I want to thank Alan for being on the show. John, what are some of the key takeaways? Yeah. Yeah. You know, the things I kind of walked away with, you know, and, and I want to thank Alan again. <clears throat> you know, it was a, it was a enjoyable, and we had a nice conversation, uh, you know, post-show post, post uh, show as well. Um, but, you know, a couple of things that I, I walked away with is that it's a great, it, it, it's, it's a great endeavor on his part to, uh, you know, establish, uh, you know, the, this, the thought of the professional handyman. And that goes a long way in my mind, and it should in, in everybody out there that's trying to hire a handyman, or anybody for that fact. <clears throat> so, you know, it's more than just, you know, what as he would put it, chuck in a truck that gets out, um, you know, but, uh, but a real professional. And that's, a, that, that's truly a nice goal to have. So, um, you know, everybody out there that helps 
everything, right? From the from marketing to sales to clean up to jobs, the whole thing, you know, everything's professional. And then trying to move this into, you know, more of a professional category uh, as as well. <clears throat> yep. And that and I was really impressed with that. So he yeah. we, we you and I talked about this. If we were a couple of years younger, like Alan's a significantly younger than yeah, we he's are. Significant. Yeah. And uh, we were like, you know, if we were that age, we'd be right there. Yeah. Right, right. there doing right. it. And and that's part of, you know, what we what we try to do on this show here is to establish, you know, at least on the handyman side of our discussions is to make, you know, people be aware that to, to be professional, you know, and there's a lot more to come there. And, you know, folks that have been listening to the episodes will understand what I'm saying there. Um, so that's that was really one of the one of the big takeaways. <clears throat> and then the other is kind of his philosophy, which is kind of my philosophy as well as is, uh, you know, learn something from everyone, everyone you meet. You you um, even learned from the guy who put the screen up on your vacation home, right? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, you, you, you learn from how not to do things. How not so, to do things, right? Necessarily. Yeah, so that was, that was interesting, you know. But, um, you know, it's kind of my philosophy, too, in a different, uh, in, in the same way, but I, I kind of think of it a little, and a little twist on that. But, you know, it's, I, like I say, I can I can almost tell you, all the professional points to make me a better uh, salesperson at the time, going through uh, all my business things from every single uh, company I was with, you know, how they did things better than any other company, you know, and I would take little pieces of it because every, every company and everybody in those companies would do things a little different, but it would make uh, them, what would make them successful? I kind of pulled, you know, pulled away from it. And I think that's what he's saying here too. So you're, you know, no matter where you go, you know, you go to seminars, you go to this, you know, there's probably all these gold nuggets that you just can pull out of there. Um, and that's a great way to look at, it's a great way to look at things, especially as, you know, either a DIYer or a handyman, you're always going to find a, a, a quicker, more efficient way to do things, and and maybe a better way to, you know, have a, a you know the the better, more professional outcome of the of the project itself. Right. Every everybody has their own music inside them, right? I mean, everybody has their <clears throat> yeah. strengths, and yep. it's a question of of picking up on what those strengths are and just learning from them, and and taking then putting it into action. Yeah, I really I really like that as well. I I really like the conversation that. that uh, Alan had on mindset, you know, because mindset is everything in my world, right? You, there's two sides to everything, right? There's, there's either a positive side or a negative side. And as they say, the world is essentially neutral, you know, things happen, right? I mean, it's just, we know this, you know, we, we talk about it on this show. We talk about, you know, your house is going to break. It's a pretty complex, uh, uh, organism, right? I mean, it's got 25 individual systems in it. It's got a siding system and it's got an HVAC system and it's got a driveway system and it's got, you know, it's got all this stuff. There's nothing in your home that doesn't break, right, John? I mean, nothing. Everything can break. And so it's a question of how do you how do you set your mind to it knowing what we know? You know, for example, we've talked about um, the the length of appliances. Well, we know that a, you mm -hmm. know, that a refrigerator is going to last about 10 years. Well, 
don't get to 10 years and go, I can't believe my refrigerator yeah. quit. Well, you've known for 10 years it's going to quit, right? I mean, it's just a question of when. It's not if, it's when. And so I really like that that idea he had on mindset. And then one of the other really strong things that I had to take away here was just his stress on customer first, that he really puts his customers out there first. And, and that's something that both you and I share mm-hmm. with him mm-hmm. as well. And, and I'm not sure that that's not a part of being professional, but I I want to make the best decisions for my customers. You know what what is whether it, whether it works in my best interest or not. For the most part, you know I want them to have the best decisions that I have access to at the time. And I really really liked that. So I just think it's it's really you know John, it was really refreshing for me. One of my other takeaways, I guess, here was to see that there's a young guy coming up that's actually it mm-hmm. really sounds like he's doing it right. I mean mm-hmm. he's really he, he's got all the tools there and he's really putting it together and doing it right. And so I really, I, it's exciting for for me to see that coming up. You know, I just, I'm, I'm just, I get kind of yeah, excited no doubt. about that kind of stuff. So, well, no Johnny, yes, uh, the, you know, I was outside last night, and uh, don't tell me you got probed again. Uh, I, 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 I can't remember, John. Something landed. I thought I was taking it apart. The next thing I know, it was morning. They they took Um, you apart. (laughs) (laughs) Folks, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, send us an email, questions at handymanprosradioshow.com. You can go to our website. That's handymanprosradioshow.com. You can join our Facebook group at handymanpros. You can send us smoke signals. You can get a hold of us. There's about 10 million ways. But uh, we appreciate the fact that you're out there, and we will see you next week on the Handyman Pros Radio Show.